What's going on, everybody? Happy Sunday. Okay. So, uh, interesting because I was talking about this the other day, but uh, came up in church today, and I really love that it did. Um, not the exact story, but uh, a paraphrasing of something similar that I really got down with. And uh, something that was said, and it's something that warrants continuous repetition in your life to really think about it. Because if you know me, you know one of the things I talk and think and, and try to work on a lot is limiting beliefs. Okay? There's beliefs about yourself that are good. There's beliefs about yourself that are bad. And then there's beliefs about yourself that are limiting. Okay? Now, my pastor used this reference where it was like talking about like, uh, you know, you can bury a line in one of those electric dog fences or whatever. So if the dog passes a certain part, he gets shocked. Eventually he learns that that's the, the boundaries that he's allowed to go to and believes that's the case. And you could probably turn the fence off and it wouldn't even notice and still wouldn't go past him. But one of my favorite versions of this story that I heard a while back that was really powerful. Um, and I think it warrants like taking some time with this story. And so I'm going to kind of explain it as I see it. And hopefully it's as impactful to you guys as it was to me when I heard it. Okay. So if you guys know what an elephant is, and I hope you do, you know that there's several tons. They're, they're fucking hefty, but they're strong as fuck. They're smart and very, very, very like community oriented. So they, they learn from each other. They're, they're very empathic. They're very like, they care about one another. Their, their family units are very strong, cohesive, very tight knit. Um, and one of the ways that they train elephants is they capture them very tiny. They get them when they're like almost newborn, barely walking. And They've had to stop doing this. You know, there's a lot of laws in place and it's a really tragic thing that they did this. But what they do is they shoot the adults, collect the babies. And obviously that makes it easier to collect the babies because a full grown adult elephant angry will fuck you up. But the way they get around when they train that baby elephant to be able to listen to them as they get older is that they, I mean, obviously they heap loads of abuse on it, um, you know, get it to be afraid of the humans who are huge compared to them when those elephants are tiny. But the other thing they do is that when they're just leaving the elephant alone, they'll take the baby elephant and they, they tie the baby elephant to a post using a thin fucking rope. Now, to the baby elephant, that thin rope... And those people that are bigger than it and smarter than it and have control over the situation, it is helpless. It can't run away. It can't pull that stake out of the ground. It can't break the rope. And every time it does something that they don't want, it gets punished. Okay? And unfortunately, a lot of human beings get raised like this too. And throughout our lives, we get into situations that are outside of our control, circumstances that we can't change directly. And nobody's ever told us that when we change ourselves, that we change our circumstances because we're the, we're the number one variable in anything we ever come across. But continuing on, 
these elephants, when they grow to be full-grown elephants, still listen to those humans and still won't break that tiny little rope that a full-grown elephant could snap in a half a second. And the reason why is because they have... There's noise in the other room here in just a second. I don't know what that is that keeps bothering me. Oh, it's a water bottle settling here. Okay. Anyway, so those uh, baby elephants are tied to a tiny little stake with a tiny little rope. And they're adults in the same situation and could snap that in a heartbeat. They could pick those people up, manhandle them, and do whatever the fuck they want. But for one thing, those elephants, because they were trained from a young age, believe that that tiny rope, just like when they were a baby, would keep them in the same place. So for a point of reference to relate this back to our own lives, I believe that when we involve God in anything we do, that we become that type of powerful, like that we can literally move mountains, you know? But as long as we believe that we can't, well, we're right. And some, it was a very succinct way that my pastor put it today, and it really hit me hard. Um, and he said, he talked about it last week too, is that, you know, um, a lie that you believe is just as powerful as if that thing was the truth. To that elephant, it's belief that it can't snap that rope and that it couldn't escape even if it could is just as powerful as if it actually wasn't able to do it because it prevents itself from doing it. And the reason why I think that this is so important to talk about and so important to relate to people's lives is that that exact structure that we just talked about is what's keeping you from doing what you want to do. The life that you dream of is around the corner. Everything that you could have ever wanted in your life, all of the things that you dream about that you just in your heart of hearts, want more than anything. All of those things are around the corner once you ditch the idea that you can't. Once you ditch the idea that it's going to be too hard, there's too many steps, that it's too complicated, that it's this, that it's that, that it's the other. Because the reality is, life is simple. It's very, very simple. But because it's simple, it's hard. <laughs> now let me... People mistake those two things as being mutually, uh, what's the word for it, exclusive, but that's not real. Difficult and simple often live in the same house, all right? Complicated things fail easily. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I painted that a while back. It was a good one. I gave that one to Cassie and that little piece of art to Cassie. They're little reminders here um, after she passed that I put up on the wall in here, but... Um, they're little reminders that like, just because something is simple doesn't mean it's easy. Complicated things have to have a lot of aspects of it fail and it before it'll, it'll fall apart. I've talked about this with cars a lot. Like you can have several pistons misfiring and all kinds of junk on your car going wrong before it finally just gives up and says, fuck this, I'm not driving anymore, I can't do it. But a bicycle, if you don't pedal it, <laughs> falls over. If you pedal just the right side, 
falls over. If you don't have brakes, big fucking problem. So we forget that just because something is simple, that that doesn't make it profound. In fact, some of the most simple things in the world are the fucking most profound things that you can possibly imagine. Such as when you believe something, it's true, whether or not it's true. I mean, look at our political climate. It doesn't matter whether or not those people are right with, with like literally people are raging, foaming at the mouth on every side of the fucking spectrum. People are so angry. They're so frustrated. They're nobody's willing to give an inch because everybody believes that they are right. Well, right and wrong, that's a debate for another day. But what I am saying, though, is that think about how staunch, how unwilling somebody is to move if they believe something is right. Now, what if something that you believe is right is truly wrong and it's holding you back? That's, like, fucking powerful, guys. Like, I need you to... I'm, I'm being really low-key, super, like, chill today about this talk, but, like, I want you to really appreciate how fucking profound it is that when you don't believe in yourself, that you lose out. Like, let me give you an example. I know it seems like I'm this business guy that's got everything together, and I feel like I do, but I'll be brutally honest, man. I struggle with wanting to both be my employees' friends and their boss, I sometimes struggle with that with my kids, but I work it out and I still do the correct thing because I understand that my belief that somebody won't love me if I'm there, if, if they're my friend or that my belief that somebody might not want to be around me if I set strong boundaries isn't true. Those are just concerns. But when I believe that that person will leave my life, even though I love them very much, if I set a boundary for them, that I never set the boundary for them. And guess what happens? Guess what fucking happens? I exit their fucking life because I've set too many fucking lack. I have set too few boundaries, been stepped on too many times, and it gets so far gone that you couldn't even begin to start to repair what's going on without major resentment happening. So something else too that one of my, uh, one of my coaches talks about that I think is a really, really powerful concept, and I wrote this down on, in one of my notes when we were in church today, is that like what you release, what you give to the world, you possess at a greater degree. So when you believe in yourself, you believe in other people, like I believe in you guys, I believe more in myself. When I do one of these talks, I become much more confident for the rest of the day or the rest of the night or the rest of whatever I'm doing. It's very easy for me just to take steps and go and go and go and go and go. Okay. But if I don't, I've released nothing. I've actually released my lack of follow through. And so I possess lack of follow through at a greater degree. I know this is counterintuitive. It doesn't make sense. When you give something away, you get more of it. <laughs> but think about it. When you give love to people, you get more love. When you give hate to people, not only are you spewing that hate and internalizing it further yourself, because later on you're going to be thinking about the situation over and over and over and over again, but on top of that, now you've given that person negative energy, and guess what they're going to fucking do? Give it right back to you. And now you have a negative situation, and you're going to spend the rest of the fucking day obsessing and fucking agonizing over what fucking happened. 
And I like Lacey says here, you can only keep what you have by giving it away. So for me to be able to crush my limiting beliefs, I have to help other people do the same. For you to be able to do the things that you want to do in your life, you have to help other people do the same. For you to escape that tiny little rope, like that huge elephant that was beaten into submission as a baby and thinks it can't just snap it and get out of it, you have to help others do the same. And because I believe in you guys, because I want to continuously put that out, I believe in myself more. And the best, like literally, literally the highest calling I can possibly imagine in this world, the highest calling I can possibly imagine is to have realized the things that make my life worth living and that have helped me walk away from death's door or walk away from the desire to kill or hurt myself or to just disappear and never be seen again, despite the fact that my life is amazing. <laughs> despite the fact that I still struggle with thoughts like that sometimes and I have to fight them. And I do it by getting on here and doing these things, writing letters to God, helping my friends, helping my employees, just being there for people. That I can't think of a greater calling than to learn what has helped me get through those times and then to give it to other people freely, as, as openly and honestly as I know how to give it, which is just what I'm doing right now. Because truly, like, I do love all of you. And I think that you guys should love yourselves too. And I want you to love yourselves today by taking a moment to look at that, that chain, that cord, that little tiny thing that is attaching you to whatever idea or belief that's holding you back. And then to turn around and tear that stake out of the ground and charge out into the forest, the metaphoric forest of your life and live your best life. Live your best life. Reconnect with your family. Start a business. Whatever you're doing, whatever you feel like is holding you back, start now. Because every moment, every fucking second that you wait, every second that you wait for that perfect time, you are reinforcing that it's never going to be the perfect time. Because what you're doing is you're releasing distrust in the moment and your own forward momentum. Like It's like the post I made today. Perfectionism is fear incarnate. The idea that anything could ever be perfect is fucking laughable. And the best thing you could possibly do, the best thing you could possibly do is act in the moment with purpose because that is in and of itself as close to perfection as you're ever going to get. And God does not want you to sit around with your metaphoric thumb up your ass, waiting for the perfect time, wants you to attack. Get out there and be bold. I love you guys. I'll see you all tomorrow morning.